Hey guys, it's Keith. And this is Jesse. And this is New Player Has Joined. A podcast about the video games people love and why they love them. And today we are scra- scraping the bottom of the barrel. What? <laughs> what? How? Go. What are you talking about? I'm so curious. I don't agree with it at all, but saying. <laughs> That's so I've funny. Never, I've always wanted to just intro. We got nothing. Yeah. Just <laughs> and today we are reaching. <laughs> Oh, man. Today we are a struggle factory that turns just, out pain. You can just feel that off of Conan for a couple of his episodes. Oh, yes. You're just like, oh, we got, I we got, got a quote-unquote great show for you tonight, guys. <laughs> Conan, get rid of the air quotes. How about you get rid of me and I get to be free from this? Yeah. Welcome but, to New Player is Joined. We are... Trying our, best, trying our giving best, giving emotion. No, today's <laughs> today's great. We got music, Today, music day. We're back with our second ever video game and music episode. We pick some songs, we pick some games. We're gonna jump into it, and you're gonna hear a lot of stuff that yeah. we love, and you're gonna hear some stuff that that you know might make you laugh. I hope it not. Might. We take this very serious. We very Keith Show and I never serious. laugh. Keith and I never laugh. I've never laughed ever. I don't know what laughing sounds like. Me neither. I'm dead inside. I've am dead outside. Wanna jump in? Yeah. This is New Players Joined. <laughs> Hello, people. <laughs> Hello, humans, I don't ducks, know. goats. I don't know what listens to us. I, I think it was funny to, like, it made you sound like an alien right off the bat. Hello, Hello human humans. listeners with your sensory organs uh, taking in this audio information I am straight here from to my orifice. talk to you about things you can relate to. <laughs> human things. Alien. I- Alien podcast is very funny. We have shared experience, maybe, <laughs> but maybe I live somewhere and you don't. Hello, How possible. Hello, flesh pod experiencing emotions. <laughs> I come here to talk to you about the food sustenance you ingest. And in listen ta- to stamps.com. And explain to you that mustard is evil. Yeah. <laughs> we should get rid of all mustard seeds from Must- the planet. Mustard is dangerous to all of us as humans. <laughs> And if we get rid of them, a race of technologically more advanced species aliens will not come down from outer space and conquer our planet. Have you played that Animal Crossing? Such oh boy. cute. Such, Such cute. cute. <laughs> Thomas Nook is the cute. Thomas Nook makes the cutes. I don't trust a man named Thomas Nook. Can we but, be honest about that? But you that? trust Tom Nook? No, they're both bad. <laughs> yeah. Tom Nook. When they were like, hey, Nook Industries or whatever, I was mm-hmm. like, is this a Japanese thing? I literally thought it was <laughs> like, like a, a company. company. I don't know. I know it's not, obviously, but the first like split second I saw, I was like, the hell's Nook Incorporated? I, I, I think when you go from Tom to Thomas in that setting, you yeah. sound like a fucking con man. Oh, totally. Because if I'm like looking back, it's like, man, Thomas Sawyer tricked me into painting that fence. You're like, yeah, that kid got the best of you. <laughs> Thomas Sawyer tricked me into painting. What a fucking charlatan that con man is. I love those. I, I, what, US, you, uh, Mark Twain, mm-hmm. something I didn't know, uh, USCS Grant, the president of the United States, okay. the general of the North, yep. almost died in the gutter. 
Okay. Like just Edgar Allan Poe situation. <laughs> and then uh, Mark Twain basically saved his life. What? And basically convinced him to like publish his memoirs and like do all this stuff because he was such a drunk. You, uh, That's he was, insane. He was a very big alcoholic before the Civil War happened. Like it was a, <laughs> the fact that we won the Civil War is a fucking mistake it's because, because they left their secret plans at a fucking bar and we found it. For real? That's how it happened. We knew what their battle plans were going to be oh for one giant bat. Like that's like not that again. I'm just trying to point it out. Just yeah. like how hilarious history is and oh, how crazy yeah. it is. Most most crazy things uh, in history that are like man, this this tons of planning, tons of manpower. It's like nah, I got fucking lucky. Uh, yeah. Hitler was in uh, like a drug induced sleep he the entire time the the Normandy invasion complete, was happening. Complete shock mm-hmm. that anything went his way yeah like he was legitimately like holy shit that worked like yeah. the whole time yeah like, he's like i can't believe any of this does on drugs at all times <laughs> that's that's just how history goes that's how it crazy goes. people they tend to get away with it because i don't know why <laughs> hey guys welcome to players your podcast with you guys people love and why they love them keith do you want to do a quick check on what we're playing at all or do you want to jump in Okay, well, Keith is singing. I restarted Skyrim on my computer because it looks super great. Oh, nice. So I've been trying that, and I'm going to see how long I can play it before not wanting to play it. I think I get the groove of it. Yeah, I mean, are you going to see how long you can play it before you turn into a stealth archer? Uh, So I picked an orc. So okay. I'm forcing myself to have a two-handed axe. There you go. At all times. That's what Uh, I want to see. But then it also makes me wonder, my God, it's like, hmm. Like maybe because it's like I can get Fallout on my play on my PC, yeah. so maybe that might look really good. Yeah, I bet it would. So I'm trying to I'm trying maybe you're thinking maybe, Fallout Three or mm-hmm. New Vegas, huh? I'm thinking Four. Oh, okay. Because they look. I'm saying because all the mods and I haven't messed with any of the mods. Yeah. On play on uh, my PC. So all the games that are super modded up, they're super fun. I could potentially get because they're cheap at this point comparatively did, when they came out. Did you know that Far or that um that Fallout Four on PS4? Yeah, has now when you open it, it's like what mods do you want yeah. to add? Yeah, I, I think I think I said this like a year and a half ago, or I brought it up that I was like, oh, you can go on and you can get rid of like the actual trash. Yeah, like you can all the little things in the game that would make them better because people would go to PC and play yeah. it. Again. Like they legitimately, the games are just better because somebody on Steam or whoever can create a mod <laughs> that fixes. And that's why I'm playing Skyrim again because I'm like, oh, I can yeah. just replay the game, but it looks way better. I just gotta, I just gotta imagine. That the motto is like Bethesda Games. Here, finish this. Yeah, someone else like, will do it. Just, just uh, make the game that we tried to make. Someone else will do it. Yeah. Um. But if they can make money off of it, we swear to God. We yeah, we'll swear, fucking kill them. We swear we'll we will kill fucking kill them. We'll kill them right now. Damn. What are you playing? Uh, I've still only just started Control. I he st- has nothing. I have not played because last night we watched the uh, the UFC fights. Yeah, do we want to talk about that now or do we want to talk about that in the other episode? We'll talk about that in the other episode. We'll talk about that in the for other now, episode. we'll just say, oh man, oh boy. <laughs> yesterday or yes, yeah, you guys already heard about it because you heard about it. I was talking about it yesterday, yeah. which we're going to talk about in the future. Isn't yeah. it weird? Isn't, time isn't weird time a time Humans. weird? Isn't Humans. how time relate works? Relate to us. Relate to us. Relate to us. Relate to us. Nostalgia, humans. Don't you nostalgia so food? Um, so today we're going to talk about music, yes, uh, g- songs, 
that <laughs> are great songs that relate. To, I don't know, Jesse, did Jesse pick games? Did you pick games? I picked games. I picked songs. So we had a music episode maybe uh, about a year ago. How and long ago and a, a lot of y'all seemed to really like it. And we yeah. talked about some of the, the, the songs and video games that stuck with us, made an impact that we thought were special. And so we're back for round two. It's the second music episode. And we're each just going to pick a handful of songs from games that we love and moments that we love that greatly impact our experience playing said games. Yeah. So this is just art that we love inside of art that we love. Yeah. And like any movie, like any TV show, I always find that a well-placed song just bumps up the emotional impact of any given moment so much in a game. It really, really music sets the tone. Uh, if there's no music in a game, you notice it. Yep. Uh, if there's no, if the sound sucks in the game, you notice, you notice it. it. Uh, so games that I picked, some of them weren't straight up songs. Some of them were kind of like, how to describe it? Ambiance? Yeah, that works. But like, so like ambient music is something I genuinely listen to. Yeah. Uh, it still sets a mood. It still accomplishes a tone. Yes. So, uh, I have those sorts of sounds. So there are a lot of songs that I picked that are kind of tone setting. And then there's some that are just straight up songs mm-hmm. uh but the first one obviously is a masterpiece let's jump in it's with a game Keith. everyone knows uh-huh. uh great composer forget his name uh it's teenage mutant ninja turtles <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, the, uh the nes composer. music title theme song which is like just this was my favorite ninja turtles video game yeah and uh this Every time I saw the song, or you guys will hear it, you this, are they hearing it now, Jesse? They're hearing it now. So they're hearing it now. As you hear it now, it's kind of like you've played this game. It's it's MIDI. It's fun. It's, it's upbeat. It's I'm gonna eat some pizza and yeah. hit someone in the face with a skateboard, yep. and I get to use nunchucks. And you're a turtle, <laughs> and you smoke weed or whatever. I don't know. You're not. You're pretty open about it. We, uh, but, we never said it, but they got the munchies a lot yeah. in this game. They're like, we need a Pizza Hut pizza. I, I would play this game at Chuck E. Cheese. Yep. I'd play this game at Disney World. I'd play this game at any arcade, any chance you give it to me. Uh, and, and again, I own this game. On the I own NES. this game too. And again, like the the. Uh, villains would drop pizza and you'd eat it and you go to Pizza Hut yeah. and like promotion it's for very it. It's a very 90s vibe. Very 90s. And whenever you hear this song start up, it just feels like you're about to experience your childhood again. Yeah, which is horrifying. Yeah, it's a terrifying it's horrifying thing. to oh, revisit your childhood. Here, here comes some emotional trauma real quick, but oh boy, is that Pizza Hut buffet going to do me well. Oh boy, it's going to save lives. It's going to save lives. This, Yeah, this game, because it's so funny, it's tied to an entire franchise. It's a TV show, it's a series of movies, it's a series of video games, it's action figures. And the first time I played this game, hearing it in the arcade, it all just was like a rush of endorphins of every moment of all that media that I had grown to love already. Right. So now when I start the game up, when I hear the cartridge, you know, put the cartridge in, hear the game start up, I'm just like, fuck, this is characters I love. This is villains I love. This is a setting that I love. This is a style of art that I love. teaches you, if you look different, don't let people know. Yeah. Don't yeah. don't let people know you're different. The fun the fun don't. thing about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that that the movie taught me is, oh you have a horrible disfigured body thing Hide. going on. Hide beneath us. All you Hide need us. is a trench coat. Who are and a they, fedora? Who are they buying drugs from? Everyone. Every, like Casey Jones hooking them up. I mean, Casey Jones has to be a drug dealer himself. He has to. He, he has looks to be. like he's great at it. Yeah. 
Jesus. He, he gets he gets uh, really shitty weed for the turtles. Yeah. And he gets really high-end oh, cocaine for great. April O'Neil. That's good. That's what he does. That's what he's doing. They don't <laughs> like Casey. Uh, Jesse, what about you? Oh, let's go in. My first game, and this is one that I played recently. Uh, to me, Hollow Knight in its entire yeah. soundtrack is mm-hmm. a goddamn masterpiece. Epic. It's it's, an, it's it's incredible. It's epic. It's, epic. it's it's uh it has it was actually hard to pick a song because it has this. Who did it? How did they do it? Did they actually hire an orchestra? How the There's hell did they? One guy did the music, so he just created this on his computer, basically. Uh, he yeah on his because was it an orchestra? Then, basically, I don't remember. Again, guys, it's full orchestrated. It's for orchestra. Yeah. That's what I thought. But like, it's not it's not huge. Like, there's not a full. When I say full orchestra, I mean like. You can hear percussion, woodwinds, brass, strings, but it's not like you hear a string section, you right? Know? It's all like we'll take one or two instruments here and lay them all down. It was composed by one guy. The whole theme, because the game is this weird mixture of like it's adorable, it's incredibly violent, uh, it's like it's threatening. It, it feels jagged and soft at the same time, right? And so the music does a lot of the lifting in these moments to make things feel both calm and then switch immediately to to dangerous from serene to like intense and fearful. Right. But the theme from Green Path, which is one of the first areas in the game you discover, like it's the first new area you find. Right. And the music is soft and subtle, but menacing. It really sets the tone for the game where you're kind of looking around just going like, something could pop up and kill me at any moment. Right. Everything in this game. I love all the music. Uh, the City of Tears theme is another great one, but there's so many times where this game's music tells you exactly how you can be feeling in this moment. Right. Uh, and Green Path, I think, you're hearing it right now underneath. It's beautiful. It's kind of soft-spoken. It's different. And it's. I think that's the biggest thing. This music doesn't feel like music from any other game that I've played, and I fucking loved it. Right. Speaking of orchestra songs, um, what you got for me, Keith? I got the Elder Scrolls Distant Horizons. Okay. Uh, this is Skyrim. Uh, this is when it's midday normally. What's great about Skyrim is it's able to find this epic music and put it in great places that goes along with it. So a lot of games at the beginning of time is kind of like, hey, this level has this song and this level has this song yeah. but some games have now advanced to the point where it's like once you walk to a certain point or a certain time during the day music will start playing right and it really sets the tone for everything that's going on and now since like skyrim is a game where which i didn't like about fallout 4 mm. again talking about it is when you look at skyrim there's like alchemy there's crafting there's like there's a, a lot of options there's so many things to do yeah. so when the music's playing like you're literally in this future not futuristic this alternate universe version of like sweden yeah in the middle ages <laughs> like it, so you're just in you're scandinavia just in so you're just going around picking flowers and berries mm-hmm. and you go through the snow like it's a different experience so it's, when it's the, large it's grand on scale right so there's not gonna be any music like everybody knows the beginning song of skyrim but mm-hmm. nobody like can tell you any of the other songs because they're just 
feelings and emotions. Right. And they're like low that. key. They set the mood. So they're like ambiance and yeah. things like that. They're not going to be like, oh, here comes the chorus coming back. Here we go. <laughs> Hit that hi hat. Here imagine, we go. Imagine like a syncopated hi hat, full chorus, like pop banger in the and middle like, of Skyrim. Oh, God, the dragon's coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, this dragon is sassy and from Ooh, the 1920s. Ooh, uh, and dragons yeah. wearing a zoot suit and fedora. But there's like, I don't know, like 20, 30 songs of Skyrim songs yeah. that set the tone for every like city, area, town, cave, dungeon. Yeah, everything. Everything. And like, you, you know them when you hear them. That's kind of the, the masterful thing about this whole soundtrack for Skyrim right. is... I am a I'm aware of it without without noticing it. Right, and in Skyrim, uh, all the bugs and all the stuff that people talk about Skyrim mm-hmm. and stuff, it's more forgivable in Skyrim. It is because there's so much shit going it's just, on it's at a all bigger times. Game. And in Fallout Four, it's just things attack you. Yeah. That's like That's there's all. not enough going on right. for us to be like, what the fuck is with this and what the fuck is with that? One of my, is, like this, what's the point of this? What's the point of that? One of my favorite things in any game is seeing somebody run up to me in Skyrim about to say something out of nowhere. I'm like, oh shit, something important's about to happen. Something, something weird and cool. Like somebody just handed me a letter and it's just an That's open threat. The best is when the mailman is like, hey, I got a letter for you. You're like, yeah. how do you know who I am? He's like, shut. Uh, He's like, what up, Dragonborn? Whatever, Fuck off. Go away. <laughs> you're the worst. Uh, also, you're on fire in the middle of the town. Yeah, you're so the Dragonborn. we know. Um, yeah, man, the music from all of Skyrim is so impressive in its subtlety if and its ability to convey mood. You haven't played Skyrim yet. I think this probably could be the best time this for you to ever it. play Skyrim. Yeah. During a right pandemic, now. during a lockdown, I think hours and hours of Skyrim are called you just for. Dump at, it's, it's, it's it's a lot, bonkers. and you'll have a ton of fun. It's like the yeah. most open game in the world. Yeah, you'll fucking love it. Should we move on to my next one, Do Keith? It. This is one that I talked about uh, a few weeks ago to you in maybe one of our quarantine episodes, but the song Lost Light from Destiny 2. And I have a lot of problems with Destiny 2. Yeah. And I have a lot of times where I feel like it's emotionless. But this is one of the first things that happens in the game. Your character has just been... The city has just been overthrown. Right. Like, you are hopeless. Your ghost is gone. You are injured and crawling to try to get back to some form of civilization that can save you. Fighting for your life. And this string quartet comes in with this very, very, like... It's it's a it's a difficult thing to strike a tone that is both sad and hopeful. Right. Especially at the beginning of a game to be like, this is gonna be the whole game. You're trying to fight back. You're trying to take back what was yours and what was stolen from you. And this music is one of the only times in the game that conveys very accurately that emotion, and it does it flawlessly. Right. The scenery is gorgeous, the music is so well written and so well performed. Everything about the orchestration is spot on. And it conveys such a sense of not like... Because the rest of the game will go on to convey senses of urgency and danger. And this is the point in the game where they're like, no, it's important that you understand that from your character's perspective, without saying any words, this is the most dire important thing that's ever happened to them, and they need it to go down. And it's like, just the ability to do that, not a single word spoken, not a single word sang, just all in the emotions of a, of a, of a string section it was unbelievable. To yeah. Me. And then, you know, the rest of the game's like, you shoot this, press R2, it's all good, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. 
but even even in listening to the rest of the to the rest of the music in the game, it's still very well done. But this is the song that stands out to me because it's like, no, this is something more than a first-person shooter, and we're gonna make it as such. Right. That song. That's, I just love that song. That's a good song. Now, it's a great song. Talking about great music. Mm-hmm. Talking about. <laughs> Every the longer your intros Talking are for your about, songs, the less I think you believe it. Mm, no, not this one, Jesse. <laughs> this one I take very seriously. Okay. Uh, this song is from what you got? Quite possibly the greatest sports game. Okay. Ever created. I'm so like this is NHL not... 2004. Okay. Less than Jake, the ghost of you and me. <laughs> Everyone, be quiet. <laughs> Hold on, I can't stop laughing. <laughs> All right, listen. Let's listen. Listen. How good is this? <laughs> you picked the ska song. A good one. <laughs> this, this, okay. So I have to talk about this specifically 2004 mm-hmm. NHL game is, uh, so good from a gaming standpoint, a lot of fun. Oh yeah. Also had the best soundtrack in my opinion of all the NHL soundtracks. Now, <laughs> guess 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 who else? Guess who, who else is in this soundtrack? Uh, is it gonna be more ska bands? We got brand new. Oh. We got the quiet things no one ever knows. Okay. We got Deftones. Okay. We got Wait, bo- Deftones. We got the Ataris. What what, what Atari song? We is got it? Radio Two. We got uh, who else? Do we got we got Bowling for Soup. Bowling. We for got soup. Alien Ant Farm. Oh my like, god. This. I'm I'm bringing this up because people are probably like those aren't the best bands, and I'm like yeah. look. I know. Yeah. It's more of if you heard the other out, al- if you heard the other <laughs> video game soundtracks, you'd be like, "Oh, good one, like nice." I can't even even if you go back, and it's amazing to me that we're doing an episode about great songs from great games, and there's a ska band, and it's not Goldfinger Superman from Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Hey, I, I understand. Okay, it, they have. Uh, if people don't know this, Tony Hawk is actually having a documentary coming out. Yeah called Superman mm-hmm. about him making the video game Tony Hawk. Uh, but uh, for this game, uh, and for specifically this type of music, why it's interesting to me, why Brand New is on it, Deftones and stuff, why that's cool to me. <laughs> I can't believe you're still leading with Deftones. <laughs> I, I don't. This was like the only other song. Again, uh, they weren't, I don't like go to the Deftones, right. but I still like, like some of yeah, those songs. Yeah, yeah. I think they're like good. Uh, they used to tour with this band named Finch, who I like, fell oh, in yeah, love Finch with. Is great. Finch and Deftones toured like, because they're very kind of similar yeah. with sound sometimes. I get and the that. singers kind of like they they fit each other's vibes or whatever. But uh, 2003, you know what happens around this time? What? Newfound Glory is popular. Oh yeah, like, like punk music punk, and punk emo is, music, yeah, and it is finally has like. We, I had to sit through fucking Limp Biscuit yep. and Corn yep. and all this shit. I was listening to Newfound Glory and Drive Through Records and all this stuff when no one thought fucking they were, no one thought they were cool. Yeah, like no one cared. And then all of a sudden, 2003, it's fucking big. So all of a sudden, my NHL games went from I hate this music to like holy shit. When did I get this to represents pick, me? Yeah, I got to pick the music this year or whatever. So this get song, I like a lot. I think this was Less Than Jake's best album. Uh, okay. Was this one? Yeah. Um, but yeah, 
Was this like, could you pick the music in this game that was going to play? No, it was, I don't think that happened until like 2007 or yeah. 8 when you had like Xbox 360 and you could literally put a CD in it, download the songs yeah. from the CD and then have them on. And then you could put your songs as the arena music, which was gotcha. fun. So it was like blasting folk music That's to my so hockey team funny. like coming out and stuff like that. Oh, I like that a lot. Yeah. What about you, Jess? Okay, so this is one that I just finished replaying, and right. and we haven't actually talked about this since I beat it. The first time I beat Far Cry 4, I described it as a game that could have been great, but that kind of flopped the ending. And this is, I think, the third time I replayed it, and I think I was wrong about that first playthrough. I think this is a great fucking game. Okay, explain and I th- why. I, I think that they made a great villain. They created an atmosphere for you where you're like, the whole point of the game isn't about who wins and who loses. It's about you, the character, realizing that if you want this, this whole country is yours. Because when you play through Far Cry 4, it's like, are you going to go with this person to lead the the, the resistance group who's kind of shitty or this person who's kind of shitty or the current dictator who's definitely shitty? At the end of the game, they kind of present it as like, no, this is your home. And you're the one who's kind of meant to take charge. So if you want it, it's there. But everything leading up to this final push, uh, Far Cry 4's music is, for the most part, just kind of ambiance setting. It's nothing special. It's nothing interesting. Until certain levels and certain times it kicks in and you're like, holy shit. Exactly. (laughs) Until the game wants you to understand something is different. Right. Because every outpost I capture, I go in stealth. You know, most missions I try to go in stealth. And then this song comes on. And it's called the Bombay Twist. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, you're going to take the last uh, the last fortress. You're going to attack Pagan Men's stronghold. Right. And this song starts, starts playing. And it's like, oh, this is such a different vibe. And all I want to do is rush in there, guns a-blazing. And so you do. It's so fun. It works so well. The song is fun. It's different from anything else in video games. It feels like a Quentin Tarantino scene out of fucking nowhere. Right. It has that surf rock feel to it, but it has that Tibetan and uh, and like uh, Southeast Asian influence in it that makes it feel appropriate for where you are in the world. Right. Because, I mean, the whole game is essentially like Nepal, but right. that's it. Um, it drives you to play the game differently without even realizing that it's doing it, which right. I think is a phenomenal feat for any piece of art to just be like, no, you're going to... You're going to change the way you behave in this moment as a result of the change in the music we're playing. Right. It's fun. It's fast. It makes you play just the same. And then when it, when it cuts out and you realize you've like you've done this thing and now you've got this big showdown coming, right. it makes that showdown silence even more impactful. Right. So it is an incredible use of music and just a fun fucking song. That's pretty dope. Now, I like it. talking about great songs... Talking about music, you know, fuck it, Echo. Uh, Echo the Dolphin, uh, guys. <laughs> this isn't, this isn't, this isn't one of my favorite songs. It's more of I want you guys to listen to this and just, I don't, I don't know why it got made either. I don't, I don't, I, get, I don't, I don't you, get are it. Are you doing this just to put this in? Money here? got thrown at this. Yeah, this is you're a dolphin right now. You having yeah. fun? All right, let's listen to it. Listen to this. This sucks. This is... 
Do you like, do you guys like this? I could be wrong, because it's video game music, it's Sega, it's nostalgia, it comes up it's a our lot. childhood. It comes up a lot on lists of best video game soundtracks. But do you want to be a dolphin? Does this make you want to be a dolphin? Do you nothing, think I'm going to dolphin? Nothing makes you want to be a dolphin. Maybe. Hey, hey do you want to? Have you ever seen a dolphin? Yeah. Had, in they real swim, life? They swim through plastic and get put in tubs <laughs> for tourists to point at them. No, I don't want to be a dolphin I anymore. I saw them in Hawaii, and they were jumping and enjoying their lives. Yeah, they were trying to get away from the ocean because yeah, there's so much plastic. There's a lot of death like, down get there. Me out now, of the here. Hawaiian oceans and water looked clear as day. Yeah, it was very they, were, nice. they were swallowing plastic. It was plastic everywhere, uh, yeah, like yeah. us. We eat them, we swallow the plastic, the we life goes in a circle. Uh, yeah, it's called fake tuna. Um, <laughs> but this oh, is that's Echo true. that's awful. Yeah, there's a lot to fucking... They just scrape the bottom of the ocean. They call it seafood and it's tofu. Oh, I forgot about it's that. It's fine. It's whatever. Uh, but I'm talking... I'm talking... <laughs> I'm talking about Echo the Dolphin, a game that I played a lot as a kid. I don't know why I had it. Mm -hmm. I don't remember asking for it. I don't think... <laughs> is that weird? Echo I don't remember. Did, I'm asking everybody else. Did you just have games that you like? Don't remember. Maybe I, someone got you or whatever. I, I think here's what happened. I think it happened to all of us. I think that one person's parents bought them Echo the Dolphin for their birthday or for Christmas or something, and they're like, "Oh, thanks." And they played it for an hour. They put it back in their case. They went over to their friend's house and they just left it there. And they're like, "They'll play it." What? And I think that we've all been playing the same one copy of Echo the Dolphin that we've been passing around Gross. being like, maybe this person will Gross. be it. Maybe this person the will traveling be traveling sisterhood of Echo the Dolphin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Keith, what a fucking pull that reference was. Yeah, thank was. you. Fantastic. I, me and all the 35-year-old ladies in Idaho are all about it. You're losing your shit. No, I'm not. Echo, great song. <laughs> all right. My turn? Do it. I'm going to jump in. With an indie song, Ooh. "Eternal Winter" from I Am Setsuna. Okay, and this is the this is essentially Setsuna's motif. Yeah, in the game, this is uh, you're gonna die now. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna die, but you still gotta go on a journey. But first. it's different than Doom. Mm -hmm. That's a different. It's a you're different gonna die. Kind of, you're gonna, you're die, gonna die, die now. It's a, this yeah. is it's okay. This is what you wanted. Doom? No, no, oh. no. You sure? Do Doom is not okay. I mean, if some people might want that. To, to be uh, thrown into the pits of hell to fight your way out? If I'm going out yeah. and you're telling me I'm going out, mm -hmm. chainsaws, demons, fuck it. It's got to be something crazy. <laughs> Let's do it big. Let's just do it big. Do I it Am big. Setsuna would have been a way better game. <laughs> Metal during this game would have been so funny. <laughs> if you don't know, the whole thing with I Am Setsuna is uh, all the music is done on, a, on just one piano, one composer who wrote everything, and the whole game takes place in a in a winter world. You kill penguins. Oh yeah, you kill penguins. You, this is like a cutesy RPG it RPG is. where people die. Yes. Yeah. It's it's a game that is like half the time cutesy, half the time like no, that thing's gonna fucking eat I, your I face off. I call it Bambi Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. Is and you that know a what? good one? I'm into it. Is it, it. Bambi Final Fantasy X? Which Bambi? Which, it's Bambi which, Final Fantasy X. It's Bambi Final Fantasy yeah, X. Yeah, that's, that's the plot it basically follows. Gotcha. Uh, but beautiful music, really, really somber music, really sets a tone for the whole thing, which is like, we're taking our friend to be sacrificed. That's the point of the game. Every time I hear that sets a tone, I just think, like, that's how many times my hockey coaches have said that yeah. phrase to me. You're just like, you gotta, you gotta be physical with them. You gotta set hit the them. Early. You gotta set the tone. Yeah. You gotta set the tone for physicality, guys. We gotta set the tone this well, game. Well, now just imagine 
being at the being at the face off, like opposite this winger, and just being like singing the I am Setsuna song, so I'm being like I'm setting a tone. Or I'm just thinking about different colors for pictures, yeah. setting the tone. I'm really like fucking changing it up. When yeah, I don't know. I don't want to say set Sports the mood. Weird. Set the mood makes it sound like you fucking to this song. God, and right? listen to this song. It's set in the mood. You shouldn't fuck to this song. Oh, why not? Because it feels like you're breaking up. If you have sex to this song, I think you have to break up if right afterwards. If it isn't afterwards. that the best sex, the breakup sex. No. <laughs> Is it not? Is it not? Take away the emotions. I'm okay. talking sex. Okay. All right, and we're talking sex right over the I Am Satsuna music. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so gross. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, everybody. Oh, I hate it. Jesse made so that much. sound, not me. What? Jesse blamed you can't put blame that on Jesse. me. Blame Don't Jesse. you put that evil on Don't me. Don't you put that on me. Uh, yeah, Jesse did it. All, All right, right, what do you got so for me? So I Keith? have uh, the music. You've in, got <laughs> the music in this game is so fucking good. Uh, yeah. This is Whirling Cafeteria Night by Disco Elysium. Oh, okay. You went I Disco Elysium. want to make this so bad. Yeah. I've never wanted to play a character so bad yeah. in all of my life. This whole game is just utter fucking chaos <laughs> and insanity yeah. with such high concept intellectual like storytelling. It's this character has so many moments where he'll just have like conversations that I used to have kind of have sometimes and I'm like more confident about life or whatever yeah and this guy's a cop and he goes over to this woman and she's reading a book and he's like hi she's like hi he's like I'm a cop she's like okay and yeah. he's like I can help you you know she's like I don't need help right now he's like yeah you do you need help uh, I bet you need help and like that sort of thing yeah. she's like no he's like he's like where's your husband I don't know you don't know where your husband is no not this second, I don't. So you have a missing husband. No. <laughs> and I'm just like, when was the last time you saw him? I don't know, yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah, more than 12 hours. Yeah, so your husband's missing more, more than 12 hours. Yeah, so you genuinely don't know who he is, where he is. No, so he's missing. Yeah. Do you want me to find your husband for you? <laughs> mm, I don't think he's missing. It sounds like he's missing. And like this whole like... That's so Such weird. a weird... And then going into like you can hug her yeah. for a long period of times and pull away. He's like, I know, like fuck? very fucking crazy. Yeah. Manipulative. Way, because everything in the game is like, how am I going to intellectually approach this situation? Like, how yeah. am I going to approach the situation? Can I can I ask you a question? Sure. This music, does it put you in that mindset to be like, how can I do this? No, further? it's wherever you are, it sets that tone. And okay. whatever you're gonna do, it almost doesn't matter like the music i'm picking now is like ambient and relaxing and then at any moment the game could just turn on its head because you're just this okay huge alcoholic monster of yeah. a person who could potentially be redeeming himself while simultaneously being the most evil person in the fucking world yeah so having this like dr jekyll mr hyde almost like you're fighting for yourself but like constantly yeah, conflicted okay. by everything. I like that. So it's less of like are you good or evil? It's like what the fuck does that matter? Mm -hmm. Like that doesn't 
That's not the point. This whole world, basically, in Disco Elysium is about corporatism taking over, and it's about socialism against capitalism, and what's the actual answer, and what do we do about these people, and the unions are taking advantage of the corporate subsidies, and the corporations are trying to take advantage of the people, and the people are just stuck in the middle, and you're just this guy who's like, I'm fucking drunk. Right. And I'm, f what the fuck? Yeah, this who, is too much. Who fucking cares or whatever? <laughs> like, I don't remember anything. And I'm just like, the utter chaos of that is so refreshing. Yeah. Of just like, I'm done with facades. Just a complete change of just pace. Just complete change. And I like, love it so much. I'm into that. Yeah. I'm way into that. All right, well, Keith, I've got another game that you're familiar with. Right. And a game that you have mixed feelings about. Yeah. But it's time to talk about the open world theme from Nino Cooney, my man. No, the music's great. The music's phenomenal. The music's in this game. great. I just hate that it's a. Um, it's a long ass tutorial that holds it. How long? You stopped, <laughs> you stopped playing it because I've pointed this shit out. Yeah. It's long. <laughs> it's long. It's long. I've wanted to go back and replay it, but also been like, nah. Yeah. Phenomenal story, fantastic characters, amazing art, but just, yeah. Am I wrong? I don't think you're wrong at all. I think for my first playthrough, I didn't mind it. But for my second one, when I already knew how to do everything, I was like, oh, fuck, I got to skip past all this shit. Yeah. And yeah, it I takes just gotta forever get to, the game. to skip past. But the first time you land in this world and you hear this song playing underneath you. Is this the, which one is this? Is this is the world? open world okay. theme. We didn't do, because the one I would have picked yeah. that made me scream, oh my God, was your hometown. Oh, it's so idyllic. It's Pleasantville. It's Pleasantville. Mm -hmm. Like when I first played that, when I first played Nino Cooney, I was like, holy shit, yeah. this is amazing. Yeah, uh, I think it's Motorville in, in Nino Cooney looks, I mean, exactly like a Miyazaki film. See, the open world theme song that you're listening to right now, I've tried to block out of my head because I had to look for a certain nobody. Or no, 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 those that's Kingdom Hearts. Uh, oh, yeah. No, a um, certain... A uh, no, not persona. Oh, my God. Familiar. Familiar. Yes. Are there familiar... <sighs> Whatever. I've, there's a familiars in some other game, and I just don't know what it is off the top of my head. Uh, but continue. But, yeah, this, this is a very grand open... This is what I think of... Like this in Final Fantasy VII, open world themes and RPGs and JRPGs. They gotta be good. They gotta be good because you're gonna be, be spending some time there, and it's where a lot of exploration happens, and they have to have a lot of emotion behind them. And the horn section, then coupled with the woodwind section, it's gotta of this, be epic. It's, it's got. It's gotta be. You're eventually gonna be riding a dragon. Yeah. That's what this music. That's what that's, you know. It's every Final Fantasy VII game or Final Fantasy game when you get a fucking airship, it's yep. like you're eventually gonna get an airship. Yeah. That's why this song sounds so epic. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're gonna be flying through the fucking sky, and, and nobody, you're flying on the back of a dragon. Nobody wants to be flying into slow, shitty music. Yeah. Fuck that shit. I'm... Watch Top Gun. <laughs> Sad music. <laughs> yeah, when he takes off and they, instead of Danger Zone, it's Take My Breath Away. It, or just one lonely trombone yeah. playing just sad sounds. <laughs> They're flying through the air. Lonely Russians. Lonely trombone is redundant. Oh. But I love, I love all the music in Nino Kuni, but that song always makes me feel like I'm moving forward on adventure. And that's what I want in a JRPG is to feel like I'm going on this grand adventure. It's making a difference. And I'm going to meet people. I'm going to do crazy shit. I'm going to see crazy shit. That's what this theme accomplishes for me. Now, people are going to critique me for this one. Okay. 
Not the other ones. Okay. This one. Okay, I'm so curious what this one's going to be. You know, this song is probably... <laughs> the more lead-up. I think people... I bet... I wonder <laughs> how many of you who have, the, who have had this game have had their parents be like, turn that shit down yeah. or turn it off. It's no. the same thing over and over. Do not play that song or yeah. do not turn that game on. Is Cruising USA. <laughs> <laughs> this is like it's soft core porno music. Yeah. It is you there is a weird sexualness coming from this game. Oh my god, this is a not just the game. So, the song you can feel like the mm-hmm. pornoness, but the <laughs> game is cruising the USA. Like Google that cuz it's a very loud like it's almost like it should have been illegal, like the decibel points. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, like they should have done testing on this to be like, this is too no, much. because Mortal Kombat, you hear, ugh, ugh, yeah. ugh. This, like, blasts as loud as it fucking can. Like, the speakers give out. Yeah. Who's in the USA? I, I've and never... then there's a woman who's, like, naked with signs being like, put quarters in. Like, it's the <laughs> weirdest thing in the world. I've never thought of this as a softcore porno game, but now that I do, all I can think is that you're all racing to get to one house first to deliver a pizza. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Gonna get there. I love the idea of, of pornos giving up on their bad plots and just confusing them. Just a guy showing up with a pizza being like, I heard you have a leaky pipe that needs fixing. I could fuck it. <laughs> but this game was... A ridiculous driving game. Driving games for N64 were big. I feel yeah. like they were a thing. I feel like people really loved them at the time. But Cruising USA was an arcade game that I saw everywhere. When you when you hear the music, are you like, fuck yeah? Or are you like, oh my god, this I song. just start laughing. I'm like, this is so stupid. It's so over the top. It's so... It's like some games where I'm like, all right, this is exactly for its time yeah. and should never move away from it. Like, <laughs> that's I'm, okay. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. like when we were talking about Math Blaster, mm-hmm. I'm like, you should have stayed. Yeah, you should have stayed in that era. Nothing sounds dumber to me than something called Math Blaster in 2020. Yeah. Like as a child, I would laugh at you I would laugh uncontrollably so that you think I'd look up to a thing called Math Blaster. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. You give me Fortnite and all this other shit, and you're like, hey, Keith, two plus two with Math Blaster, or Mario teaches typing, I'd be like, you're out of your mind. Fuck you, I'm out. Uh, yeah, that's Cruising USA. That, uh, on a, like, a very different note. I'm going to a very different Oh, yeah, I, I chose a bunch of different things. Uh, but I mean, from Cruising USA, I'm going to one of my favorite exploratory indie games. I'm going Night in the Woods, and I'm going Rainy Days. Okay. The music for, for this entire song is uh, great at setting the mood in an economically depressed, kind of downturn Midwest uh, town in, in, you know, current USA. Like, it feels like you're in the middle of Pennsylvania. Right. And it feels like everybody's going through hardships. And so there's this kind of like, we're just trying to create ambiance that, you know, everything's fine, but also the undertone that uh, there's dark shit at play and everybody's suffering and everybody's kind of like worried all the time. And you feel it, and you feel the hopefulness in some songs, depending on what you're doing. They write, a, they wrote a lot for different activities and different mini games. But whenever it rains in this town, this song plays, and it really drives home like, no, people in this town are struggling. Yeah, like regardless of what you're doing today, because you can make choices and get closer to different people. You say Baltimore. Yeah, it, it's, you just say Baltimore. It's, but it's not even. It's not big enough to be Baltimore. Somewhere in Delaware. Yeah, it's just a, de- a like economically depressed town. 
in, in Connecticut. I don't know what you want me to mining. say. <laughs> you can name any state in, any in America. Any northeast town. Oh, it's yeah. Northeast Co- it's northeast coast. Uh, it's, well, it's Appalachia. Okay. So it's like Pennsylvania, West Virginia kind of feel because it was coal mining. Yeah. And they took it out from under them because, you know, coal's dying. And so you get these moments where no matter how fun it is, no matter how upbeat you felt, this music will be like, no, remember that at the core of this story, we're talking about mental illness in an economically downturned town. That, Jesse, consider this. Mm hmm. In 1919. 1918. Okay. It's when they like first really started using oil. Yep. Right? Yep. That means some big coal mining tycoon was like 80 years old. Yep. And was like, holy shit, we got to do something or else this whole empire crumbled. Yes. And then someone else turned 100 years old. Yeah. In that time. And was like, we got to make shit, sure we got yeah. to make sure. We got to make sure like, coal still just being dug considering out. Considering just like yeah. a whole lifetime, a whole went by of just old. of just convincing people, yeah, this is better than whatever alternative you can think of. Yeah, <laughs> insanity, absolute insanity. But play that game if you can. Listen to that music. I listen to that music a lot. It's it's beautiful, and I'm way into it. What right. do you got next for me, Keith? What's What's on the the Keith best of docket today? Well, I already did Echo, so I blew that. Uh, <laughs> this one, I want to talk about Bioshock. I, did we talk yes. about Bioshock in the first one? We talked the last one. We talked about Bioshock Infinite, and I think we talked we, about this, God only knows. This is what I want to talk about: is uh, Bioshock One, mm-hmm. the main title, and going up, going down, beyond the sea. Oh Somewhere. yes, the. I want you to play that, and I want you to cut into the song after, which is the creepiest, most demented, yep. scary, like the spider people following you, yeah. chasing you. Yeah. The music in this goes from just so familiar, yep. understanding of like, oh, this old, great Gatsby, 1930s, yeah, 40s, high-class thing. Holy shit, what happened to all these people? Where the fuck is everyone? Is everyone dead? Like, yeah. that change in music and setting and tone is huge. Yeah. And uh, Bioshock is a game. If you haven't played yet, I highly recommend you go play it. Let's listen to that transition right now. So that's creepy. That's fuck this. <laughs> fuck this. Like the first thing you fight, the first thing you fight is like a doctor, mm-hmm. but it's like a play. Yeah. Like when you see the bosses in this game, it's almost a show and it less is. of a, hey, let's start fighting. It's like the lights go out. He shows you how crazy yes. he is and the lights keep going in and out. And he chases you like it's a. It's fucking, theatrical. It's fucking horrifying. Yeah. And the music in this game does such a good job going back and forth. And again, it plays that I like. It's my sort of tone, my sort of vibe. I like all that crooner stuff. So like Fallout music is really cool to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bioshock music is really cool to me. And I think they just did a really good job. Specifically in this one compared to Inf- Infinite. Because Infinite feels more Civil War-y, Revolutionary War-y. Yeah. Right? And this is more... 
crooner. This is this hotel-y uh, Tower of Terror feel. I mean, this is Ayn Rand. Yeah. You know, this is well, meant to I, be. Well, Infinite, Infinite is definitely Ayn Rand. This is like high class. Oh, no, they both, I mean, they, they both, both are, are. But like. But the, when I think about the time in which she was right, writing. Them, exactly, yes. That's, that's what it feels like. Yes. That kind of like early 20th century industrialization. Like we will split the atom we will become a better like better society better society better species White whatever people. It yeah it's, it's just <laughs> it's just racism it's just fucking racism all right i'm taking it upbeat a little bit with my next one another indie game i'm talking about the main theme of shovel knight ooh shovel knight if you haven't played it is a throwback that mixes part of the best things from the mega man series the zelda series the metroid series it's just it's the game that does nostalgia so completely right. It's beautiful to control. The difficulty is just right. Everything about it is great. Great sense of humor, great art. And the music in this game nails what those Mega Man MIDI soundtracks could be, should be, and, and oftentimes were. Right. It's high-paced. It's driving your action forward. It's engaging. It's fun. And it's... It, but with this one... They can put more in it. Right. They've got more memory space in Shovel Knight than they did in Mega Man 2. Right. And so they can layer a little bit more and make it a little bit more nuanced and a little bit more interesting. And it becomes this... It's almost like if someone's like, hey, man, do you want to eat Kraft Mac and cheese? And you're like, yeah, I loved that when I was a kid. And then you had, like, an incredible Michelin star chef make you Kraft Mac and cheese. Right. And you're like, holy shit, this is what I remember, but also so much better. Right. Like, you added so much more skill to it, and that's what it feels like to play Shovel Knight. The music that kicks in every time feels like a masterful version of something deeply familiar to your childhood. A quick sidetrack question. Mm -hmm. Michelin star chef, an old lady from Mexico. Old lady from Mexico. Yeah. Every time. Every time. Every time. <laughs> oh, my God, the Pick food one. I'm going to eat. Oh, my God. Old lady from Mexico. Old lady from India. Old lady from Thailand. From Japan, from China, from Korea. Just old ladies. Old, old, like, from from Italy? Old women. No, especially, like, for, we might be the last era where this is where this is the case. What? Because it might be turning to old men and women. Yeah. But for now, because of the way society was set up for thousands of years, like, it is just the, the matriarchs of these families are unbelievable <laughs> chefs. They are ridiculous <laughs> cooks. It's not even fair. It's stupid how good they are. You know Massimo, the, the yeah. Italian chef? The guy from Chef's Table, like, three Michelin star, considered maybe the best chef in the world. He has his chefs learn pasta making from just all the elderly old, women. Well, there's in like the this town. old woman that taught him how to make pasta. Yeah. That's how he learned to make pasta. It was yeah. an old woman. But now he does like workshops every month where it's like you all you all have to come in and do a refresher course on how to make pasta. And it's these ten elderly women. The best uh food street food in Thailand is this woman who's like 70. Yeah, and she wears a gas mask. She wears when like she a gas she wears basically army equipment yeah. and attains to the fire, and she is the baddest. Lady, yes, she's fucking dope. She's I awesome. I love her. I like cried when she was telling her fucking story. She reminds me of uh, Moe's from the new Star Star Wars movies. Oh, okay, yeah, like she has that vibe where she's like, I'm small. I've got the big glasses on. I'm old. I will fuck I will, shit. I will up. kill everything. I will do whatever I need to. Okay, Jesse. So what do you, what for, you got for me? Uh, 
this game's fucked up. Uh, <laughs> is this Hotline Miami? Oh, hell yeah, uh, dude. The, the tone for this game is just... Miami acid trip. It is a giant acid trip of like that thing of I wake up, did I just kill 10 yes. people? Yes. Like that sort of thing. You, you never in, know what is and what isn't. You're in this middle of this drug war and yep. all this sort of shit, and you're an assassin, and you have to pick these different masks, and the different masks help you kill these things, and it's Dead like people are talking to you, it's or a, maybe they're not. It's it's a very trippy, fun game, yeah, but is. the music is a lot of fun, and the music is really what adds to the element of playing yeah. the game, because you die... Over and, and over, over just and so over. much in this game. You just die. That's like the point of the game is to basically fucking die. And it's kind of like puzzles, assassination puzzles that you have to figure out. Mm -hmm. um, and it's not so much of just like, oh, brute force. You have to be smart about no. it and things like that. So music in this game is great. I love. It's really pulsing and drives the yeah. drives the movement forward. If you can get this game, I highly recommend it. Uh, it's a fantastic game. There's there's a thing about Hotline Miami where don't it feels get to. <laughs> no don't get to, but Hotline Miami it feels like it, it almost feels like you're inside of an organism yeah like everything is moving everything is like has its own color palette and it's you it's very fun just to look at it's very like it's you are on acid it, it is, is the a closest unique thing you'll be like experience. I'm on acid. Yeah, all the tracers in your vision. Everything, Hotline Miami is a great example of something being greater than the sum of its parts. Right. Because the art is great, the music is great, the gameplay is great, the story is great. And when you combine all of them, it feels like everything is serving everything else in the game. Like the music was made for the art, the art was made for the gameplay. Everything about it just feels like this perfect unison did you, if you any of you saw drive this is the closest thing to drive yeah. the video game yeah of just like the music's great everyone's quiet i really don't know what the fuck i'm looking oh, at but i'm so good but i'm so into it so into it <laughs> uh, the only difference is it's way more violent than drive and way more violent. drive yeah yeah it's, it's pretty violent <laughs> way more all right this is the second time we're bringing up this game today but actually maybe the third i'm I love this song. Which song is it? Deeply Flawed Game. Hmm. Not a ton of music in it. Yeah. But this song, very subtle. You can hear it creeping in right now. Yeah. When you finally get to the railroad in Fallout 4. Yeah. And you hear that James Bond type theme playing behind him. Everything in the game has changed. The whole game up to this point has been Wasteland, Survive, Everything's Trying to Kill You. Everything's off. The one really great part about the game. Yes. <laughs> yes. The one genuinely cool part. Figuring out that puzzle. Getting underneath the North Church. Following the Freedom Trail. Doing the little cipher on going the side. Going to see Cheers. Yeah, going to see Cheers. <laughs> yeah. Going to Newberry Comics. Yeah, seeing like Fenway. <laughs> All of this is fun to me. But then figuring out that puzzle. Having a brick wall slide into a, into itself. Seeing a bunch of people holding Gatling guns, and somebody just goes, "Who the hell are you?" <laughs> and you're like, "Holy shit, I'm in a goddamn underground organization that's trying to free and guess everybody who's under that ground. Guess who's there? Who's another, ninja, another Ninja Turtle. Another one. Hey man, hey. I think you could be a great spy. <laughs> we should smoke weed together. <laughs> Am I wrong? Drugs? Is he not? Is like? Is that not who's helping you? What's um, his name? 
there's Deacon. Is that who you're referring yeah, to? Deacon. And there's Tinker Tom. Not Tinker Tom. Tinker, Tinker Tom Tom's does drugs. Awesome. He's awesome. Yeah. But no. Uh, Deacon's uh, Deacon, a little bit of an Ninja Deacon Turtle. Deacon smells, uh, smokes weed with Yeah, Deacon uh, smells like my art class and, uh, in high school. Again, he's underground, so that's yeah. why I call him the other Ninja Turtle. Uh, but, but this song feels completely different than the rest of the game. It makes it feel like I'm doing something that's like stealthy all of a sudden. That now I'm part of a resistance. Now it also is like, oh, now there's a hope. Right. Now now I, I finally found the cool people that represent my interests. Right. And when you play the games, like, everybody's bored by the Minutemen. The Brotherhood are fucking Nazis and alt-right freaks. Uh, yeah, there's no one to pick. There's no Minutemen good. suck. Minutemen suck. They the seem like they just evil. are bad at sex. Is yeah. that the best yeah, way they, to describe they, them? I, I, w I would say that the Minutemen are just, they feel highly religious when I play the game. Christian. They've got that real newborn Christian vibe. It's like a not, little bit of Mormon in there. It's not you know what wrong, I mean? Yeah. But like the words that come out of their voice a lot are, we should use a condom. Yeah. <laughs> it's not wrong. I'm just saying. It's uh, not enough. It's not enough rough edges. Edge it it to does him. feel like every time Preston's like, another settlement needs your help, he's really like, I need you to walk Susie home from the school dance. Yeah, and you're like, come like, on. Come on, man. dude. It is a nuclear wasteland. Everybody is killing each other, and you're sitting here trying to talk to me also, about the Ten Commandments. Also, why we gotta dress like this, bro? Yeah. Fuck this shit. We look yeah. stupid as sh We look like reenactment actors. Mm -hmm. Okay? And then you get to the railroad, and you're like, my fucking people. This is where it's at. Dirty. This is where it's at. They're like, yeah, we have drop points. We have fucking, we have safe houses. We have this robot that we stole. We have, we are fucking shit up from the underground. I'm like, that is so cool. That game's fun. Game sets, the, this song just sets the tone for it, and I really love it. So for me. Okay, what do we got? What uh, do we got? This game. Crazy good music. Mm -hmm. uh, I played it a long time ago, and I just really don't talk about it. It's Silent Hill 2. Uh, yeah. The music in this is fucking fantastic. Yeah, tell me about it's your experience less, the So the game, the music in this game is less about setting the tone, because mm -hmm. um, it's just fucking quiet. Yeah. It's just supposed to be like that sense of you're alone and desolate in a desolate town, and it's kind of a psychological game. Yeah. So it's mostly just fucking with your head of what's going on. Absolutely. So the music is setting tones for you of just introspection, of trying to find, like, what is going on, mm -hmm. who you are, and what the puzzles are, and what the stories are, and what's going on. Because Silent Hill, we talk about video games, movies. Silent Hill might be the only video game movie that I think I liked. It's a uh, pyramid head is ter terrifying. It's terrifying. Just the, terrifying. The, it gets cartoony. Yeah. It gets cartoony and weird with all like the humans and they all like live there. Yeah. And like that's the part that's like right, stupid. You've, you've kind of lost me. Mm -hmm. But her going underground and all the kids that are on fire trying to like touch her and then Pyramid Head and like the nurses. I'm like, yeah, this movie is so fucking scary yeah. and good and impressive. Yeah, I had no interest in it. No, thank you. Uh, so Silent Hill, uh, fantastic soundtrack, fantastic game. Um, definitely stands the test of time, in my opinion. If you listen to that music on its own, do you feel creeped out? It's creepy, but at the same time, not. Like, Resident Evil and this game, they get compared because they're kind of the same game yeah. in sense of gameplay and vibes to them. But Silent Hill is more of, like, 
You know when like baby music plays and you're like it should it's it's out of place. It's yeah, it's all out of mm -hmm. just place. You're like something really fucking creepy is going yeah, exactly. on and I can't really put my finger on it, but it's also like early 2000s creepiness. You know what I mean? Like there's a period before 2005. There's like when horror horror is always kind of funny, mm -hmm. but there's a seriousness to scary stuff. Yes. And they took it very serious. Yeah, and they're this like, no, this is times. genuine. Yes. Silent Hill takes their scariness very seriously. Mm -hmm. Resident Evil does not. Doom does not. Like, they, it's kind of a jokey. There, there's a little it. bit of ironic detachment for them. Yeah, because they don't want you to be, like, this super serious. And Silent Hill is like, I'm looking for my daughter. Okay, yeah. we have to go in this town that's completely burnt down. I don't care. I'm looking for my daughter. It's, it's like, that's an intense. Yeah fucking They're thing. They're going for it. Right. I, I want to give a, whoever, like, whichever mom was just on the playground with her kids and they were singing, like, Ring Around the Rosie and all the parents were watching and smiling and she just looked at, at it and went, that's the fucking creepiest thing I've ever heard yeah. in my life. Yeah. Give that person a medal because she's like, that, that's a thing now. Little kids singing when they shouldn't be is now the creepiest thing in the world, but right? They know what they're doing. Kids are so fucking creepy. Have you seen the video? This one was probably my best one, is the when the kid tried to creep somebody out. It's like, I think it was a Japanese person. They tried to do like a prank, mm -hmm. and the guy just fucking like kicks her. Oh my like, God. Like just kind of like, like you are scary, yeah. but like fuck this. Yeah. Like if you are or not, she just fell back, and I was just like, that's hilarious. That's so, <laughs> just get fucking just kicked. <laughs> Just, just fucking kicked in the uh, chest. So, yeah, it's good. Very good. All right. It's time for a game that we both loved. It's time yeah. for a moment we both loved. Yeah. I got to watch you experience this. Right. Jump Up, Superstar, New Dunk City, Mario Odyssey. Yeah, this song's great. This song's fucking... This is a victory lap song. Exactly. Exactly. You this... already won. Game's already over. New Dunk City is split into two regions in uh, in uh, Super Mario Odyssey. First, when it's raining and you're trying to free it from the evil that's you know taken over, and then once you beat this huge boss, the light comes back out. Like it's now, it's no longer nighttime and raining. It's daytime and sunny. People are about. You have to go and find all of these musicians because the mayor wants to put on a party for you to celebrate. Find all the musicians, collect them all, bring them back, and then watch this fucking cool jazz pop song. Well, you just go through a celebration of what Mario has been for however many decades Mario has been. It's it's amazing. It's amazing. It's such a it's such a tribute to video games. It's beautiful. Why does it. the mayor have vibes of Jessica Rabbit? Oh, I was thinking She's, Carmen Sandiego. Oh, Carmen just but all yeah. all red is on purpose. Yes. I want I want people like the reason Jessica Rabbit wore all red. There's yeah. a reason they put Carmen San Diego in all red and hit her face, but gave her nice chin and mouth features. And yeah, shit. yeah. Like, it's like it's a very. I'm just saying. It's very. I remember her specifically because mm -hmm. I'm like, are you in there? Yeah. Okay. Okay. They sexualized you a little bit, <laughs> but, without, but they they Nintendo sexualized. They you. Nintendo sexualized uh, her. A, a PlayStation sexualization is, is like boobs, all the cleavage. Like just tons of cleavage. A Nintendo sexualization is uh, we're gonna put a bunch of lipstick on this woman and we're gonna red. put her in a, like, in a red dress. Just red. Yeah. <laughs> but they did. Okay. Like right. I'm not did. wrong. Okay. No, they just did. Just bringing that up because I just remember that standing and out of my. I kind of want to be like, hey, if things with Princess Peach don't work yeah, out. Just <laughs> Uh, I just want to say that I'm here, here in New Dunk City. Out. Just here in New, New Fuck City. Oh, did I say that? Oh no. Oh, oh, no. oh, no. 
love this song. It it it's so joyful, and the whole game is. It feels like the this is like the theme for the song without ever saying it. Yeah. So, for me, you got this one, game. You have one more. I got one more. Okay. This is Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic: The Unknown World. Ooh. Okay. So, People, if you if you haven't played Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic, I highly recommend you do. It is a very fun. I, the most fun I've had with a Star Wars video game outside of Galaxies, um, as in story wise, RPG wise, yeah, uh, different worlds. Um, it it was really big at the time. Choosing your own sides was a very fun game. Knowing that, like, oh, I can make my Jedi into whatever I want to make my Jedi. Yeah, into. Uh, going down a story, going down a path, having great twists in it and things like that. But specifically, this one is not knowing where you are, not understanding that the world you want was completely destroyed. Mm-hmm. So the tone that they're setting for this game is a very serious game. Yeah, uh, The characters are interesting. They're very cut and dry, but for a Star Wars game, that was the first of its kind. This game is very impressive, and I think they're even making this a TV show now. That's awesome. Making a movie or a TV show or something. Okay, like I'm so, interested in that. Uh, but yeah, I... I think this game was great. Uh, highly recommend it. So this kind of gives it the more serious tone. This game is like always serious yeah. the whole time. Because the whole point of it is you are force sensitive. Uh, we need you to go become a Jedi so we can save the world from mm-hmm. so-and-so bad guy who's basically Darth Vader. But he's not Darth Vader, and this is a thousand years before yeah. Luke Skywalker and anything it's, or anything like that. That also does a great job of, uh, of, of demonstrating that, hey, this whole Sith Jedi thing, it's been going on forever. It's fucking. It's not going to end. It's never going to. It's, gonna, it's never. It's all it's cyclical. Never, it's never going to end. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I got one more for you, and it's a game that we rarely talk about. Okay. It's a game that's one of the most influential games in gaming history. Yeah. It's one that if you bring up to most gamers, they're like, "Oh, fuck yeah!" But for some reason, it just hasn't really come up on our podcast. Yeah. Chrono Trigger. Yeah. Chrono Trigger is an amazing game, not just in the, you know, the breadth of what it accomplishes as an as an RPG with multiple endings. I have a theory. Okay. I have a theory that nobody's played Chrono Trigger. <laughs> and that everyone just goes, oh yeah, fuck yeah, Chrono Trigger. Dude, I've fucking played Chrono Trigger. I know I you did, but I'm saying I yeah. think I now have a theory. If you bring up Chrono Trigger, people are like, that's like Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, bro, fuck yeah, Chrono that's Trigger. So funny. <laughs> Because it's like you're saying. Yeah. It's such a good game. Yeah. It's, it's so fun. The muse is great. Culturally, people talk about it, but yeah. I'm like, did anybody actually play this shit? I feel like nobody brings this up. This this game, and this is a Super Nintendo game, so like to have the adult tones that this game did, it's not like it's it's different. Yeah. And the music especially, there's so much music in this game, and so much of it is beautiful. I'm right now Memories of Green is playing. Memories which to of me. Green feels distinctly Chrono Trigger because it feels like grinding, exploring, uncertainty, which is what a lot of this game is. You're just kind of like time traveling. This is unique. This is intimidating, but super fun. And yet Time Crisis doesn't get its day in the sun, does it? No, it does not. No, Chrono Trigger is standing in the way, and that's what I'm trying to say. (laughs) We all play Time Crisis. All of us. And we all claim to have played Chrono Trigger. We (laughs) all... Listen, that, that game is great. If We haven't talked about Chrono Trigger yet, but fuck, do we need to. Do we need to talk about Chrono Trigger? It is such a big game. It is such an important game. And th- all of this music, because for anybody who's played Chrono Trigger, when I said it, 
I'm sure you were like, oh God, who's, which character's theme are you going to play? Which time are you going to play? Like, there's so much good music in this and game. And if you believe in my theory, you nodded along. Yep, you, you just went, uh-huh, uh-huh Final yeah, Fantasy yeah, VII uh-huh. game. Final <laughs> Fantasy VII game. Dragon Ball Z characters, but Final Fantasy. Yeah, very cool, it. very cool. Silent protagonist, understood, it. understood. Yeah, yeah, yeah time yeah. thing, the frog. The frog? <laughs> yeah, the, the frog? frog. The, the frog. frog. <laughs> the frog. Multiple endings, upwards of... More than one. There you so go. We all played it, didn't we? So much. So much. That's that's the music I got for you, Keith. That's the music I got for you. I hope I hope you all enjoyed it. Jesse edited it together. Yeah. Yeah, I put all that shit in he there. He just he hasn't even done it yet. Yeah. And he's already made the I'm exhaust. I already know what this episode feels like to edit. I already know, and it's a lot. It's a lot. I uh it's a lot. All right. It's going to be my night. hope you guys have fun with whatever you're doing at night. I'm going to be in front of a computer screen doing wavelengths and fade-ins yeah. and fade-outs. Hell yeah. And uh, holy shit. Hope you like music. I hope this was worth I fucking hope this was worth it. Was it worth it? it? Was love, it worth it? I love this stuff. All right, let's do it. I love this music. I love that we can explore uh, an aspect of gaming that I think goes woefully underappreciated. Yes. Because it sets the mood for everything. 100%. Uh, it sets the tone, if you will. Yes. Yeah, you get me. I get it. Yeah, you get I me. I get it. I don't All want to right. talk about Chrono Trigger anymore. Okay, fine. Just a reminder to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at NewPlayerPod and to rate us, review us five stars wherever you listen to this podcast. Do you, again, if are you listening to this show quite frequently? Are you? Do you have an iPhone? Do you? Do you have an iPhone? I'm asking you, genuinely. Stop whatever you're doing. Please stop whatever you're doing. Stop whatever you're doing. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. And listen to me. Stop it. Do you have an iPhone? Do you? Keep listening. Okay. Press the home button Mm -hmm. on your iPhone. Yes. You see that little podcast, pink pink app. Pink purple something? Click on it. Whatever it is. Click on it. Click on it. Click on it. Click on it. Now go to the search page. Put put new player has has joined. joined. Oh, wait. There you go. Oh, look at that. That's look at us. That. Oh, look at That's that. Us. That's us. Look at that. Mega Man Link probably Ooh. shouldn't have those, but we do anyway. we do. We but got we away do. with it. We, we got, got away with it. it. We got away with it. And I want you to click five stars. Mmm. Mm. Maybe maybe write mm. a tasty little review. Mm. Write, write, a tasty write little the funny words. Review. Little tasty review. All of uh, everybody that listens to us seems to be either incredibly kind, incredibly funny, or incredibly both. So, uh, uh, I mean, let's, let's see, let's see how saying, you're feeling today. Uh, but if you're not feeling this right now, if you just do that. I don't know. Right now? Right now. Right now. Right. Right. Thank right. you. Do it right now. now. Stop whatever right. you're doing. Fucking do it right now. now. But we anyway, would appreciate it. We Thank appreciate you. you guys so Thank much. Thank you so much. <laughs> do you want to get out of here? Let's do it. Keith. Jesse. This is New Players Joint. Goodbye. Goodbye. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.